Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Freddy's World. I got a special guest, you know. I've known this dude for a long time, and we're hitting on a topic that is that should be talked about, you know. Not only in from not not only from man, I can't even talk today. God damn. <laughs> but just black men in general. So the conversation we gonna have is about mental health and um like I said, the brother who I got on, I have known this dude for years. So um just want y'all to give it up for my man, Cortland Steele, you know, for coming in, dropping by. What it do, what it do, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> what's the word? What's up? How you been, man? I've been good, man. I've been good. You know, just grinding, maintaining, trying to, you know, make it through this thing we call life. <laughs> That's all we can do, you know? That's all we can do, you know? So, like That's I said. All Wake up and keep grinding, man. Keep fighting. Keep plugging away. So, like I said, today's topic was talking about mental mental illness, you know? I mean... It affects a lot of people, not just black, white, man, or women. Just it sees no gender or color. Exactly. I just, I, I, I mean, it's 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 talking about mental health, but I, I kind of really want to address um, the mental health that goes on in the service industry. You know, people in the service industry and stuff, whatever. You know, I want to talk about that because I've experienced it myself personally, and I've had a lot of people who either work for me or I work with, whatever, are either going through it or been through it, and some of them have. They're not. They're no longer with us. Yes. And some of them are really doing bad and struggling and grinding. So that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> so let's let's get on it. Like I said, it has no gender. It has no color barrier. It affects a lot of people, you know. And I feel like um, the mental illness really, really affected a lot of people, especially when COVID came around, you know, Definitely. with all these businesses closing down at the time. And Definitely. that was a huge that was a huge deal um, for a lot of people. Uh, myself personally as well. I mean, I was working at the time. I was working for a place called Albrecht Signs, um, working at the airport, um, doing the new re- the um, parking ramp, building new parking ramps. That place all the signs. Um, by the way, I did all the signs in there. <laughs> so, Shout out to him doing all the signs. But no, for real though. So I was working there, whatever. And then COVID was hitting, and you know, the first week they're like, I was at you know the little man in totem pole, and um, I started hearing rumors. You know, from people being that we're gonna, you know, possibly be laid off, whatever. You know, um, then the first week we possibly be laid off. Then they said, no, we're not gonna be laid off. And then just out of nowhere, two weeks later, you know, when COVID really hit, um, there it is. Sure enough, I got laid off. <laughs> so, uh, and it was tough. It, it was really tough, whatever, to try to figure things back, uh, to to figure out how to get, you know, employment and stuff, whatever. So, I fell back on what I always fall back on. Well, one of the two things I always fall back on. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, it's security. You know, doing security service industry, you know, having a lot of connections and stuff and people that own bar, friends of mine that own bars and, you know, just connections in the industry period, whatever, allowed me to get back in to the industry, whatever, to kind of, you know, make a little bit of money. It wasn't wasn't great, you know, for some of the, you know, parties that were going on underground. Yes, I remember <laughs> you know, those underground parties yeah, back under, in the day. Under, underground parties and stuff, whatever, you know. Yes. Just parties in general, you know, where some bars were open, you know, whatever, off the beaten path, not downtown, whatever, you know, but there's a lot. Going on, so that that was that was my uh, outlet during COVID. But it was tough. It was yeah. very tough because you know the money wasn't what it was. You know, I was going from a union job to now working for cash. Money, yeah. You know, so that you could know the drop in that. Way. Yeah, bad. this is like a huge drop in that, mm-hmm. and like I said, a huge transition. You know, yeah, definitely, definitely, especially for you know myself. And as a lot of you might know, whatever you know, I've been in the service industry for. Uh, I think I did the math. Um, I thought it was 29, but it's like 30-some 30, 30 years. Goddamn. 30-some <laughs> years, man. I've been in, uh, I'm 47, about to be 48. Um, so I've 
am security. That's all I yes. can say. I am security. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I say Top that. flight I've heard, crew. Yeah, I've, heard, I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot, you know, whatever yes. people say that and stuff. Whatever. But I, I, I'm not going to draw. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It has its ups and downs. Or, you know, it has good and bad moments and stuff, whatever. But, um, yeah, so, so, yeah, so, so going back to that is easy, but it also has its, you know, um, downside to whatever, you know. And I think that's where I started to notice a lot with myself, whatever, you know, um, getting off from the bar or party it may have, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm staying sober at these parties. I'm doing security and stuff, you know, cause I'm professional. <laughs> like always when I'm doing still curtain services, LSC, shameless plug. <laughs> so, hey, plug it up, plug it, man. Oh, plug but, it. Uh, but, um, yeah. So, um, I started noticing that I was falling back into ways that were detrimental to my health that didn't work for me. You know, like I'd be up partying, you know, staying out drinking that get done with the party, get off work and then have a beer or two and have a drink and next, you know, at six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, keep going, whatever, you know, yeah. it's a, and it, it, it started, the pattern started to pick back up, whatever, you know, so, you know, then it's, it's not a healthy lifestyle, you know, and I was getting older, you know, it's not good, no. it's not good, it's not healthy for you, but mentally, it was pretty, pretty rough, pretty rough, whatever, you know, because you get the, the highs and lows, you know, you're having fun, you're enjoying drinking, doing whatever, and then, you know, then it's over. You know, so you have one or two choices. Either you pass out or you continue the party by yourself or whatever. Yes. Either way, either way, whatever, it's still not good. No, it's still not good at <laughs> it's all. It's still not good. So, but yeah, so, um, a little bit about that. What are you <laughs> no, you can. No, I didn't, I didn't want to cut you off while you was telling your story, you know. I mean, because like I said, it is, this is your story to tell. Yeah, it is. You know? um, I appreciate that. Um, so, just touching on the mental illness side of it, I started. I guess let me, let me take you back. Um, I believe I noticed that I was suffering from some form of depression or mental illness, whatever, around 1992. My sister passed um, in 1992, July 4th, 1992. Oh, wow. um, suddenly, of a heart attack, 22 years old. Wow. Um, 27th in Blaisdell. She was going with her friends, hanging out with one of her friends, and... She was walking up to an apartment, whatever, and she didn't even make it inside. She fell or she collapsed, whatever, on the ground. And, you know, um, uh, the friend of hers didn't know CPR. Not saying that would have saved her life, whatever, you know, but they didn't know CPR. Uh, she didn't know CPR, whatever. So my sister, you know, I had to envision this, whatever. My sister laying there, whatever, maybe she would have gas. I don't know, um, you know, what it was, but I'm just picturing it out of my own mind. What yes. I, what, it, what it looked like, whatever, you know. So that has been hard, you know, and I've yet to really deal with that. To deal deal with that, and this is in 1992, and we're 2023. Yes, you know I've been um, trying to find ways to deal with it, um, but I believe that is the onset of when I really started, you know, to notice things were different. You know, after that incident, whatever you know, and then even in relationship to my mom, whatever you know, uh, were different. You know, because she was grieving, and then I was grieving, and we, you know, grieved different ways. And yes, it, it it was just tough. So I noticed I started to lash out and do things, you know, crazy and, you know, um, out of the ordinary, whatever, you know, um, I think I lost a lot of, uh, years that could have been, uh, better served doing something positive. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. That makes sense. I lost a lot of years, um, which led me from that 17 to 23, 22, 23, whatever, when I ended up going to prison. <laughs> so yeah. I went to prison fleeing police terroristic threats. Um, August 20th, 1998 is when I was arrested. It's a Wednesday uh, for Sally's that led to police on a high-speed chase 31 miles. 
Um, it was probably the stupidest thing I ever did in my life. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't injure anybody. You know, um, by the grace of God, I didn't injure anybody. I didn't injure myself. Um, they did though afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so, the cops did. They, they the cops did. They, 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 they didn't like that very much. Turns out cops don't like that very much. Whatever when you do things like that. So I was injured afterwards. <laughs> but, cut the cam. Cut the camera off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut the camera off. Whatever. This, this is before body cams. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had what they call a pumpkin head. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So that led for my sister's death. That that led to me for those that time period. Whatever you know, I was just acting out, doing crazy stuff. You know, fighting, running around, doing just dumb stuff. Whatever you know, hood shit. Yeah, hood <laughs> doing shit. hood shit. Whatever you know. Being niggerish, as we call it, yeah. whatever you know. So um, it led to me going to prison. Um, how, and, question for how was that transition for you? For because you went, you said you was from seventeen to twenty three. Yeah. How was that being a teenager going into that type of environment? Um. It was so I, I didn't. Um. Well, I didn't go to prison until I was twenty two, twenty. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, twenty. So that, I, just from seventeen, from going from seventeen, whatever is when it started. My sister passed, whatever you know, um, and then. Going, it, everything I was doing. I mean, it was I was on the mission. You know? oh, yeah. I was on the way. You know, I just hadn't got there yet. Okay, <laughs> so, yeah. So something one 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 or two things was going to happen. Either I was going to end up in prison, or I was going to end up, you know, dead. dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, that was just the mindset. I didn't care. I didn't care anymore. Whatever. You know, I was so I was angry at God. I didn't understand. You know why this happened. Whatever. You know, um, I wasn't into talking back at that age. Whatever. You weren't to talk to nobody. You weren't talking to counselors and stuff. Whatever. Oh you know, no. You don't talk to counselors. You know, what's wrong with you? you know, I talked to my guy, whatever, you know, I talked to yeah. my cousin, whatever, you know, stuff like that, whatever. And you weren't really, there wasn't really any, any feelings. It was just anger. Yeah. Plus, you know? sorry, plus as black man, like we really, when we, we were raised not to cry. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. like, because I had yeah. uncles told me, stop being a cry, baby. Don't cry. Yeah. Suck it up. You know, <laughs> exactly. suck my, it up my, before I, before my, I about my, hit my, you. My <laughs> aunt was like that. I couldn't even go in the living room, the, the kitchen of my own house. Whatever. Yeah. My, we're playing cards. My, my mom going to be playing cards or whatever. And he was like. So strong and so strict, whatever. We couldn't even go in the kitchen to even get a glass of water, whatever, at our own house. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, that, that was crazy back in the day, whatever. Um, rest in rest in peace, uh, Uncle Yank. Love you. Been a long time. <laughs> so, but um, but yeah. So that was so that time period from seventeen to twenty, twenty two, twenty three, whatever you know. Um, I was on the, the the path to go. So I went. Um, I went whatever, and I was believe it or not, whatever. I was a little nervous, whatever you know. Um. I'm not afraid of much, whatever, yeah. you know, um, fear no man, so to speak, whatever, you know, I, I really don't, whatever, you know, I, I feel, hey, you got the same opportunity I got, whatever, you know, so yeah. it's going to be what it's going to be, whatever, you know, I'm just going to do all I can. So I didn't, I wasn't afraid in that aspect, whatever, when I went to prison, um, um, it just, it, it was something new. I mean, I guess, I guess I was nervous, but I wasn't, I'm sorry, I, I guess I was nervous, but I wasn't, um, like scared being you know like scared, gotcha okay you know, whatever there so when i got there but then then i got there and it was like jesus i knew damn near half of minneapolis was locked up I with you and then at the fact i was pretty good at basketball growing up whatever you know and, you know in the hood um shout out north polars yes north <laughs> so, polars yes um so that was my end you know playing basketball so that allowed me to kind of Suppress that mental, you know, I was still mentally messed yes. up. I didn't deal anything, you know. Um, so, so my first um, six to seven months, whatever I was there, was just in Gen Pop, whatever. You know, okay. And it's running around K3, I think I was in. Um, so just understand the lay and lay land, whatever, how it is in prison and stuff, whatever, you know. And then, but still not dealing with my issues, not dealing with the issues that led, whatever, in my thought processes and changing my thought, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. You know, I hadn't got there yet. Um, so I was just kind of just existing, you know, in there. 
um, and playing basketball, and then you know, kind of, it's pretty good. So it was that was my end. I played basketball with everyone. That was my I could talk to anyone. Everybody knew who I was. You know, from from the streets and stuff like that. You know, whatever. So again, not addressing my issues. But then, so now my last six months um, of my sentence, whatever, I had to go to what they call uh, triad, okay, which is it was a treatment facility inside prison, um, and you stay in there. You actually stay in there. It's like a huge like dorm room, whatever you two two man cell. Um, you have your own door and stuff, whatever you know. Um, and then you, but then you have group with everyone. So I'm sorry, I keep moving away from Mike. Yeah, you keep <laughs> so, moving away from yeah. Mike. Um, so yes, so so that was when I started to, so to speak, address issues because we had to. Yes. Whatever, you know, you had to work the program, whatever you know. Um, well, there's two sides of working the program. <laughs> work yeah, the program. there is two sides. Because you want to work the program to get out, or you want to work the program to actually learn yourself, whatever. In the beginning, whatever I was. Taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. I did want to, you know, know what was going on. You know, why, you know, my thought process was so different. Why I was so angry, you know, whatever. Try to understand things, whatever. Even thought about trying to, you know, um, reach out and read the Bible and, you know, talk to God and stuff, whatever. And try to see if I could build that relationship, try to understand what was going on. Um, that was me working my program. I did that for about three months. <laughs> three, <laughs> three months. About three months. Working the program. Yeah, I worked the program. Then I began to work the program. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which meant showing up, doing what I had to do, whatever, you know, just to get by, whatever, you know, I was, you know, doing other things, whatever, you know, so I kind of started falling back in the same, you know, uh, stuff inside there. Nothing, nothing major. I didn't lose any time, you know, whatever. I didn't get in any trouble. I didn't get any fights. I mean, there was almost a fight, whatever there, but um, he didn't want it. <laughs> he, he didn't want that but, smoke. Uh, but, and I, I really didn't want it either because I wasn't trying to go to home lose on time. I wanted to get out. So I worked the program. So I ended, I ended up um, working the program. I know one of the things that I did in there to, 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 to graduate from the, from the uh, program mm-hmm. inside there was you had to get a chart from the first time you ever used anything, alcohol, drugs, whatever it may be, from the first day you used until now. Wow. So you had to go through your entire life, whatever you know, and it was a huge deal. It was, it was what you got great on. So I did it. And I was honest. I was honest about the whole thing. I just was honest about the fact that when they told me, you know, you're never going to drink it, and you can never drink it. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool, all right, whatever, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, but I was honest, though, with the, with the whole program. And I did learn a lot about myself. I did learn, you know, things that I didn't think I'd be able to share. Mm-hmm. Um, things that I was embarrassed about, you know, whatever, coming up. Um, but I opened up, and I, 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 I shared it with him. And it did, It I will... Be honest, it did feel good. It did feel good, whatever, you know. When I was um, presenting it to everyone, whatever, reading it and stuff, whatever, mm-hmm. it felt good because I knew I was being honest in that situation. So that feeling felt good, but then it was quickly replaced with, you know, whatever, I'm trying to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, you just so, trying, you were just trying yeah. to get out, just work the program, yeah, like, hey, program, uh, I, got, I, got, I got two months left. Let me just yeah. get, get. That's all it was. I mean, I literally told me whatever the guy told me that uh, when he found out on my, my SRD day, whatever, when they can't take any, any time from you and you're going to get out. Whatever you know, they uh, they tell you um, when your date your date's locked in. They can't you can't take any time. You know. Yeah. You so once I had that, once I knew that my date was there, they couldn't take any time. Whatever, I became like, yeah, fuck this shit, <laughs> <laughs> fuck this shit, man. I ain't doing this shit. Dude's like, yeah, you'll be back. I said, I ain't never come back, this motherfucker. Fuck this place. <laughs> fuck out of here. Matter of fact, when I get out, there, I'm going to get a drink. <laughs> so I was like, oh, and that's a pussy. That's a pussy. You know that. You know that. You know that was first. You know that was on the list. So on the way home, no, I'm just <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That wasn't happening. I'm not a hoe. <laughs> no, but, for, but real, real talk though. Yeah. Um, I did. I said I, was, I did literally get out on a Thursday at eight thirty in the morning, and then literally went home, whatever, and then drove right back up to Waterworks because <laughs> I'd have to see my PO. I can talk about this shit now. They can't yeah. do anything to me, whatever. But I literally drove home, 
and then it hung out with my guys, other people, and then turned around and drove right back by the prison, Lionel Lakes, drove right back by the prison, whatever, and went to Waterworks up there and was wasted. <laughs> so was that was that the time I, I, when I met you? Because I because I was working, I was at working at Tropics, and we used to go to Waterworks a yeah. lot. I, it could be, it could be, yeah. It could be. I mean, it's it's ninety nine. It's ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine. You know? Yeah. So so it it could be whatever. Um, I didn't. Uh, without going too much into it, yeah. <laughs> but Waterworks, Waterworks was a spot that was, it was, it wasn't a good idea for me to be going to Waterworks. <laughs> How about that? It wasn't a good idea. It wasn't very long after I got out that I ended up getting in trouble mm-hmm. up at Waterworks. Sort of, you know, it was pretty. I don't know if you're there that night that uh, we had a big, huge fight and chairs were thrown and uh, people were hit with stools and it was no, I, I, mirror, mirrors were broken and oh. Tony Fly was there remember Tony, Tony I remember Tony, Tony Fly, Fly yes. whatever. Tony <laughs> Fly was there whatever you know that fight broke out whatever and I was like man um, I was like man what's up Tony he's like I, mean, I can't I said, man, tell us dude to get up off me. He's like, I know you, but I can't do anything about it. I'm like, shit, I just want to get, I just want to get up out of here. But this, it, I'm, I'm laughing and joking about this stuff, whatever you know, about history, you know, things that happen, whatever. But I mean, reality, I didn't know how bad it was. My mental, like my mental, mental illness, illness yeah. was that bad. Where I didn't, I would, I would um, make excuses, and whatever you know yes. for it. Um, oh, it's just because of this, or just because I, I'd use my sister. That's my sister's death, which it was. You know, I was acting out, whatever. But it just was. I was just not trying to. Uh, deal with it. Deal with I it. I felt I was dealing with it my way, whatever you know, the hood way, doing it. You don't talk, whatever you know. Um, you don't talk, you don't You don't speak to nobody, you nope. just handle it. Yeah, like, keep it, all, it. keep it all, keep it all bottled in. With it, just deal with it, whatever. And then if you act out, whatever, it's normal. It was normal and natural, whatever, to go out and beat somebody up. Like, I mean, in my growing up, it's not normal by any means, whatever, to go beat people up. <laughs> I don't, yeah. don't want to say that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the way and the people I was hanging around and stuff, whatever, you know, it was normal to be angry, whatever, and then, you know, take your anger out on someone, whatever, you know. Because you're angry, just be that's what that's what we did. Whatever, just do stupid shit. Yeah, you know, uh, being uh, the fuck they call that shit. Whatever in, in uh, New York, the Brooklyn Five. Whatever they said, somebody they were wilding. Wilding they, out. They were wilding. wilding. They, they were wilding. wilding. They were wilding. They were wilding. <laughs> wilding. Sound like some white people shit. Yeah, but wilding. wilding. <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah, wilding. But we we're out, we we're out there just wilding. Whatever. I mean, I can take you guys back to many stories. Whatever you know, um, that you know I did, and it was the direct result of me not. Dealing with my anger, I was just angry and frustrated and not understanding and not realizing that if I would have just started talking to someone, yes, I could have maybe not even went to prison. Prison, I yeah. Maybe I could have maybe not went through some of the hardships and stuff like if I just would have started talking to someone, um, you know, back then. But it just wasn't in the cards. I wasn't, you know, ready for it yet. Um, yeah, you was dealing with it yeah, your way. How yeah. how we are as man as man is known how to deal mm-hmm. with it. Like we're not. We're not supposed to have emotions. We're no, supposed to keep everything bottled in and not deal no. with it, you know? But, what, you know, what's crazy about that now is I look at it now, whatever you know with emotions, I'm an emotional motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> I'm emotional shit. Like, I, I, I truly, truly care whatever, you know, like, I show emotions, you know, I'm, I'm totally different than what I was, yes. you know, back then, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I attribute that to part growing up Having kids, whatever you know, my kids are older now, whatever, except my uh, my eight-year-old, whatever you know, my kids are older, my son's 28, daughter uh, is uh, now 18, whatever you know, so um, I attribute that to just my kids and, and talking and, you know, just being older now and, and living life and going yes. through things, whatever you know, I've been, I've been through so much, yeah. whatever you know, so, um, and I develop feelings and I wear my feelings on my sleeve, whatever mm-hmm. you know, and I, and, I, and I believe in communication and talking about things now is where I didn't before, you know, um, sometimes... It could be, it does hurt sometimes when, yeah. you, when you communicate to 
too much. Yes. Whatever, you know, yes. you put your, you make yourself vulnerable. Whatever you know, you make yourself really vulnerable when you share. You know how you feel, especially with whether it be a relationship, whether it be friendship, whatever, whether it be anything in life, whatever, whether it be a job, whatever you know, you mm-hmm. share too much. Whatever you know, some people like they could use it against you. Yeah, they could you know, try so. to turn your weakness against yeah. you. You know, so, use your so, weakness against you. Sorry, that's how that goes. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's um, so it, it's I don't know. I, 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 it's how do I put that? Whatever. As far as um, the mental illness part of it is, I I communicate now. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I'm sorry. I, I know I jump. I know I'm jumping around. No, no, no. Not like Please I said. Not like I said. Not. No. Not, not like I said. This is your story, man. Yeah. You can tell it how you want, man. I'm just gonna chime in with questions. Yeah. Like, so what steps are you taking now to like de- to deal with all of this? Because, like I said, from because like what you used to talk about from like back then, you didn't know how to channel your emotions. Mm-hmm. You kept everything bottled in. So, what steps are you taking now to help you guide through your emotions and so work been, with your sister's death and everything? Uh, so. Be honest again, whatever. I've been with my counselor um, now. I'm going to give a mad shout out to her here in one second. Um, get you guys info for it too if you guys are thinking about it. Um, where is she at here? Literally. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's just scrolling through the phone yeah, trying so to find it. I'm looking through the yeah. phone with her to get you guys information, whatever. So you can, I'll just do it this way. I'll do it. Um, but. Well, while he's doing yeah, it. Yeah, so Christy, Christy Durbin is my counselor. Um, that I've been with her. Um, it'll be three years in March. Oh, that's coming up. Yeah, th- three years in March that I've been with her. Um, she's amazing. She's truly amazing. Um, I've never met her. I've never, we've never, ever met. Oh, wow. Well, we, it's because it started during COVID. Okay. You know, whatever. And she lives, um, she's in Rochester and then she goes, um, she travels to Oklahoma, whatever, to see her, she, see her daughter. Okay. Go back and forth, share custody with her daughter's father, whatever you know. They share custody, so she's driving back and forth. So we talk on the phone. You know, we started out um, talking once, you know, checking in once a week, whatever you know, communicating, mm-hmm. you know, and me getting comfortable with her. And then we went to two days a week. Um, we went to two days a week, whatever we're talking. And now, um, as of late, um, I've been talking to her Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Oh wow! We talk to her three times a week, whatever. And the sessions are they're based up, they're based on how I'm feeling. You know, she, yes. doesn't push, she doesn't push anything on me. You know, um, she lets me kind of talk about my pace. You know, whatever. if I'm going through something, whatever, you know, um, she wants me to just get it out and she listens. Yes. You know, she, she, very, she listens very well and she understands. She gets it. She's a white lady, whatever. <laughs> but she's a white lady, whatever, and never been to the hood. We talk about it. Never been to the hood, nothing like that, whatever, you know. So everything I'm telling her, she's learning, you know, from me and hearing things from me, whatever, you know. And it's crazy that I have so much trust in her, whatever, you yeah. know, talking to her. Um, about things. So that is what I do now. I, I notice that when I'm getting upset and going through things, you know, I reach out to her. Like I can call her and reach out to her, whatever, you know, and she usually answers, whatever, you know, we talk and that helps. So those are the steps, you know, whatever, increasing the time that I talk to her, you know, the, increasing the time that we have our visits. Yes. You know, our, our, our Zoom, not Zoom, but our, our, our phone conversations, you know, um, again, from one to two to three, mm-hmm. you know, now. Um, so that is one way um, I deal with it. Um, I, Trying to go to the gym, get back in the gym. You know, that is another way to get back in the gym, whatever, in a workout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cortland got out the elevator looking swole, dog. I was like, hey, when'd, you, when'd you get out, dog? Like, you need to check. You need to check. Fresh out. I'm yeah, fresh out. out. Fresh out. Zeus is wham wham. Whatever I'm at. Yeah, whatever I'm at. You know the how honey how buns. You know how it is. I, I, I told this nigga he got to check those shoulders in the closet. Like, God damn. But uh, yeah, so I go to the gym. I notice that helps. Um, I stopped going out, you know, as much. You know, um, as like I used to be out all the time. Yeah. You know, whatever. Like literally, I was out. You know, all the time. Whatever. Now I stopped going out. Um, 
to bars as much, you know, maybe once or twice, you know, a month we catch me at a bar or something like that, where it used to be like every weekend. Yeah. Every weekend, whatever, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday sometimes, yeah. sometimes Wednesdays, whatever. Spring it, William, you know, yeah. it could be six, seven days a week, whatever, you know, yeah. I was out. Depending where, depending where, you know, because yeah, I remember so. my, my, win, my week used to be Wednesday for $5, yeah. all you could drink at Brothers. Yeah. Then, right. exactly. Yeah, like all that. And it, and it doesn't help whatever when you got, you know, connection to the bar and stuff, whatever, no. you know, you don't, you don't, you're really not paying what you should be paying. No, <laughs> you know, hell no. So, you know, then it makes it just out and then, you know, knowing people. So, yeah, so I cut that out a lot. Um, I cut out that stuff, whatever, not drinking as much, um, going to the gym, trying to eat different, whatever, you know. Yeah. So, and I'm not going to say that I, I, I'm still, but, but be, to be honest, I'm still suffering, dude. I'm not, I'm not by any way, shape or form cured. You know, it's a, it's a daily struggle, you know, whatever. Um, but I noticed too, as long as I'm present, as long as I can be present and I'm giving, you know, maximum effort, you know, whatever. And I know I'm doing all I can, whatever. And um, I think that helps me, you know, to deal with yeah. things, yeah. whatever, you know. Now, there are times, whatever, where, you know, I feel like I'm just overwhelmed, whatever. Mm -hmm. Even when I'm giving max effort, you know, there are times. So I don't, I don't know the answer, but I'm just trying to yeah. tell you guys what works for me or what has helped me, yeah. you know. Um, so... Yeah, to kind of touch up to piggyback off you, like I said, I want to bring up like my mom's situation because that was very tough. My mom was my best friend, you know. I mean, I had a lot of people uh, say after they heard the episode that they did, like they called their mom and they called their dad and yeah. said, I love them, you know. And I just want to give a special shout out to my fiance, um, Sarah, for helping me because without her guiding me and helping me and being there, like I, I she's seen me cry when I think about my mom, you know, so... Just yeah, wanna, I just want to let people know, like, don't hold it in. Like, reach out, find somebody to talk to. If it's, like, a family member, your, your girl, your guy, like, because... Anybody. Anybody. Anybody that can be positive, that can, you know, shed some light into it. And I'm going to piggyback on you, too, as well, whatever. Um, in a new relationship, you know, five months in uh, to a new relationship, whatever, I attribute, you know, to her, you know, being open and, you know, and, and communicating and laughing and joking. It's what I needed, you know, when I wasn't even looking for anything. I yeah. wasn't looking for nothing, and I just it just have to pop up, whatever you know, and then we laugh and we joke and we have fun, you know, whatever, which is huge, you know, whatever to me because if anyone that knows you, that's how I am. Yeah, <laughs> I like to joke, I like to laugh and stuff, whatever you know, and I wasn't like that for a while, whatever you know, for a mm -hmm. long time, whatever you know, because I was going through so much, whatever transition, you know, going through a bad breakup, whatever you know, moving here, trying to figure out where I was going to live, you know, after the breakup, whatever, living yes. up in you know way up north, whatever you know, and then working down here, you know, whatever, dealing with whether it be. The jewelry store stuff, whatever yes. you know, we'll touch on. That's a huge thing. We'll get we'll get to that in a minute. Yes. We'll, we'll definitely get to that in a minute. I'm actually right around the corner from where my jewelry store was supposed to be. Oh snap! It sucks. It sucks right now. Trust me, it sucks. It's bullshit. <laughs> but <laughs> but um but yeah. So um I want to give a shout out, you know, to my girl, you know, whatever, just being herself, whatever, and laughing and joking with me and keeping me keeping things light, you know, and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um I do really appreciate that, and I do attribute, you know, a lot of, you know, my growth and. Um, I guess I could say growth. Growth, yeah. Yeah, I guess I could say growth. Whatever is it in, in these past five months, whatever you know, have you know, would, is that direct result of being in a positive relationship? You know, I'm not saying we don't have our issues, whatever, but you know, in a positive yeah. relationship, whatever you know, and, and that just communicating, you know, with each other, you know, on things. So, shouts out. You know who you are. Yeah, shout out. He's like, you know you are. You know who you are. You don't want nobody stalking at Facebook. <laughs> so, um. But yeah, so those I, those are things that I I, um, I utilize or 
take advantage of or, mm-hmm. you know, um, do to, to help me deal with my issues that I have that are ongoing. Um, so now let me bring you to something. I want to tell you guys something. <laughs> so, okay. So about, I touched on something, and this, this is a huge deal that I wanted to talk about, you know, on here, mental illness. I was um, literally, I was minutes away from having my own jewelry store. When I say minutes, I mean the day that I was supposed to sign the lease, when my phone rang at 2.46 on a Monday, um, I was thinking the call was to tell me where I was going to go, whatever, so I could sign this lease. Um, 65.50 Linda, I'm right around the corner. Yeah, right, right, yeah, right around the corner. I'm right around the corner from right now with my burger right there on, uh, on um, uh, 66 there. So I was like right there. Um, and something happened. Something happened. I got the, the phone rang. My uh, uh, commercial real estate guy, shout out to Alex. You know you are. <laughs> my guy, that's my dude. Um, he called me and I, he's like, hey man, what's up? What are you doing? I said, oh, I'm just getting ready, man. What do you mean now? Whatever. He goes, man, I got bad news. I'm like, you got to be kidding me right now. What do you mean? What's bad news? He's like, they pulled out. They pulled out. They pulled out. I had worked with this company um, for over a month, month and a half, whatever, you know, going, doing everything, had insurance, whatever, had everything on the business, whatever, you know, had trips planned to go get jewelry. Everything, yes. I'd done everything. I had signs. I had over 13 different vendors and stuff, whatever, there, you know, ready to go to open the store. Everyone knew about it. I had shirts made. It was all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, I remember people, that. People were talking about it, it, whatever, you know. Is it okay for me to say it? Yeah. yeah. The, the ice guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I no, remember. No, no, no. no. I, ice guys is who I used to work for. Yeah, okay, yeah. So my, my jury store was, uh, it was, well, <laughs> Shine Time Jury. Shine company. Time Jury. Yeah. It was Shine Time Jury Company. Um, so it was literally, a, once that happened, I started noticing things, you know, whatever, like, Damn, I noticed that. I'm not gonna go into all that. Whatever, that, that's something too. Yeah, that could be part, part two. Yeah. That could be part yeah, two part of the two, whatever. So just my my point of telling this story, whatever, is that that right there triggered a lot of my emotions and feelings. I went into a deep dark depression. Um, I gained weight. I didn't talk. I was frustrated. I was angry. Whatever, you know, I was lost. I was just gone. I didn't know which way because it was that close. Where where I come from, whatever you know, and. I'm not saying I grew up the hardest, whatever, you know, I grew yeah. up the toughest, whatever, but I, you know, I had my moments and stuff, whatever, we've been through shit, whatever, you know, I definitely experienced, you know, things in my life, whatever. So, um, that situation literally had me floored and, wow. and to not know who played a part in it, whatever, made it even worse. Even to this day, I still don't know who did what, how this happened, how it happened. Wow. The, the, the commercial real estate place, they wouldn't, t- they won't tell me, whatever, you know, and for me in my life, whatever I've experienced, if I don't know things, whatever, I need to know, you know, what's going on. If I don't know yes. things, whatever, then I start, you know, draw my own conclusions and stuff, whatever. And then you start reacting certain ways, whatever, you know, and that's not good. That's not no, good, whatever. Not. You start lashing out and stuff, whatever. So I like to know what's going on, whatever, you know, and be informed and stuff, whatever. So that put me in a huge, dark, like, uh, depression, you know. And that went on for, I mean, it's still going on. I'm not going to lie. It's still going on. Yeah. Every time I drive by, I'm over here right now, and I think about it, whatever, and it's sad, and it, it hurts, and I'm confused, and... You know, and I don't know how to deal with that. I talked to my counselor about it, whatever, you know, and, you know, she can only do so much, whatever, you know, I communicate mm-hmm. and tell her whatever, but I mean, at the end of the day, whatever, it's up to me. And it's hard. It's really hard because, like, like I was meant to say, what I started to say, whatever, is that people like me don't get an opportunity like that, you know, to, to do something, you know, like that, no. whatever, you know, I'm talking, you know, a lot of money was about to be invested in stuff in this, whatever, you know, and a lot of work went into this, whatever, and, 
you know, um, the opportunity to even have the opportunity, whatever was unreal, whatever even have it. And I had to make sure that's why I made sure I did everything right. You know, whatever. I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to mess up the opportunity, whatever. So I worked my ass off. I gave everything I had, whatever, you know, to, to make this happen, you know, and I thought I dotted every I crossed every T, whatever, you know, but apparently I guess I wasn't good enough. I guess I was somebody out there, whatever was hating, whatever on some shit, whatever, you know, and decided and to, just you know, like pulled the wool yeah, right yeah, under yeah, you. Literally, yeah. literally just came in, whatever, you know, and, and pulled some bullshit, whatever, you know, and, and this is just my opinion on it, whatever, you know, from facts gathers that, you know, someone came in and did something and said something to them, whatever, and they pulled out. You know, they, I was told that they don't think the jury store was a good fit. That's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. I worked with them for over a month and a half, whatever. They knew exactly. They see my business plan. They knew everything about it. They knew everything. I talked to the guy, whatever, the day before. Whatever, yeah. you know, he knew, you know, the check was ready. Everything was ready to go, whatever, you know. So it's bullshit. So to have that happen to me, whatever, you know, um, was, it was the hardest thing, you know, that I had to deal with, you know. And I would say, honestly, since my sister passed. You know, I don't, I don't think there's anything that I've had that took me so low, whatever, you know, other than that, you know, whatever. It, it was, it's, it's, it's a horrible feeling, whatever, you know, because it wasn't just, my jury store wasn't just for me, you know, whatever. It would have helped out a lot of people, whatever. It would have been something that I could, you know, this is my name, my namesake, whatever. My kids could have this. When I'm gone, yeah. whatever, you know, yeah. I could pass this down, whatever. Yeah, it was kind of like you were starting to leave a legacy yeah. and help. I, I, you know, yeah. And going from, going from security... Whatever, you know, I, when I left, I didn't know what I was going to do. I had no idea what I was going to do, whatever, you know. And I just, and when I got this opportunity to work at Ice Guys, I'll still give you guys a shout out, whatever, you know, because a lot of people work over there. Yeah. You know, whatever, and I still do love you guys to death. Um, hope I'll see you guys on Sunday. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, but um, I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, I had no idea, you know, before I went to Ice Guys, I had no mm-hmm. idea what I was going to do, whatever. And, you know, talking to, you know, um, Ryan Brown and, and Mike Whitelaw, whatever, you know, over there. And they're like, yeah, let's give it a shot, whatever. You know, I had no idea. I never sold jewelry (laughs) you know before so that was something i found i was really good at whatever you know so then having that when i left them and then have the opportunity whatever to open up my own store you know it was um it was a blessing it was it was it was something that was you know it was exciting i'm sorry go ahead no 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 i'm just i'm I'm rambling right now no 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 no. like i said did not did like i said before this is your story so you could tell it however you want but it's just like opportunities especially for Mm african-americans and black men like this don't come and just to have the wool pull all over you yeah it's 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 sad man it it, is it it is and then and then you know so so that happened you know whatever and i have not i've yet to and i think why i haven't been able to put closure to this is because I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Um, I don't know who the fuck Timothy Prindeville is. Timothy Prindeville, I'm calling you out. I know who you are, Timothy Prindeville, but you registered my business, Shine Time Jewelry Company. I have no idea who you are, but somehow that happened. So that's something where I don't know. So I haven't been able to deal with that. I have not been able to deal with that 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 loss, that huge loss, and it created a gap. It created a, you know, it, it took me to places where we're not good, yeah. you know? So um, I'm trying to come back from that. I'm trying to still deal with that, whatever, you know, as well as deal with everything else, you know, whatever um, that's going on, you know, in my life. Um, so I'm going to switch gears here and I'm going to talk about um, security and, and mental illness. Yes, yeah. I want to talk about that, whatever, because um, it is, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a huge deal. It is a huge deal with, you know, Security and stuff, and just people, and not just security, but in the service industry. But I'm just speaking yes. solely on security because that's my that's my line, that's my lane. So I'm gonna stay in my lane and talk about my lane, you know, whatever. Um, 
with my company that I have, whatever I've had guys, I've lost employees um, to suicide or from that would suffer from mental illness. Um, I've had guys, you know, um, commit crimes because of their mental illness and they didn't get it checked and they're out there fighting or don't, just not thinking clearly and stuff, whatever, doing things, whatever. So I've experienced myself, you know, and myself, whatever, I've experienced it, whatever, you know, growing up, you know, in the industry and stuff, whatever, seeing things like that, whatever. You don't have an outlet. You don't, your security for one, so you looked at being tough. You looked yes. at, you know, whatever, that, you know, this is, you know, you're a big bad guy, whatever, you know, you're, you want to fight everybody. Please, public, understand that that is not what security is. I want to say this, public service announcement. <laughs> yes. Security is not big guys that want to fight. Yes, there are people out there that want to fight all the time, you know, whatever, but that's not security. That is what you call a bouncer. Yes. That's what about, so the definition of a bouncer is that. The definition of professional security is someone that 85 to 90% of your night is going to be talking to people. It's very rare that 15 to maybe 20%, 15 to 10%, whatever you know, will you be dealing with a fight. But the rest of the time, you're talking to people, you're building relationships, you're communicating, you're laughing and joking, you're picking up glassware, you're having a good time. That, what, you know, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I was doing. I was at the annex, you know, yeah. and I, I just remember... Cause I, cause I hated, I hated the term bouncer. Yeah. And I remember a girl say, "You're just a bouncer." I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not one of those guys that jerk off to roll house and come <laughs> into work. Nah. Yeah. yeah, yeah see, nah. That, that, that's the, so, so if you look at that, if you look at that, whatever, and, and what I'm saying, you look at that term. You know, when you call someone a bouncer, you're, you know, see security. People see you. You know, you're a big bad guy. Nothing can hurt you. You know, you're out there fighting, whatever. You know. But I want to take you guys, and I want you to think about something. Is I'm putting my life on the line for people I don't even know. I have no idea. You know, I'm, I'm choosing this. I'm putting yes. myself online, whatever, you know, my life online, whatever, someone I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to protect you, whatever. And usually, you know, at times, I've been fortunate enough, whatever, to uh, get paid a, a fair wage, whatever, you know, and, and doing security and stuff, whatever. I put the time in, whatever, so I was able to work my way up. But I'll give you guys examples of people, whatever, you know, there's some of these guys that are making $45 a night, you know, 60 bucks a night, whatever, you know, for um, to do security, which is saying that their life, in a sense, it's worth $45, whatever you know. And you're expected to, as a bar, they expect you to stop fights. They expect you to do whatever it takes, whatever you know, to save their buck for $45 a night. That's what your life is worth. Some, you don't know if these people have a gun, people have a knife, they pick up a glass, whatever. Your life is worth $45. That, that if you think about that on your mental, and, you, and you, you're in this industry so long, whatever you know, Yes. Think about that. You know, forty five dollars, sixty bucks every you know night, and then sometimes they can put you on check. Which I which yeah. I always hated when yeah. I yeah. yeah they, I'm like, no, they put you on check whatever you know. So and then for some guys, they're stuck in that because they can't. They may have a felony, whatever you know. Myself have felonies whatever you know. So you can't get a you know you can't get jobs. You know out there you you may be qualified whatever because you made a mistake whatever you did something whatever you can't get a job. So this is all you have. This is all you have, whatever, you know, that, that 45 bucks a night, whatever, working every weekend, whatever, giving up this, whatever, you know, partying. That's all you have. So then it starts to, you know, you kind of get in a rut. You get in a rut. And I'm speaking from experience, whatever, you know, from that back in the day. You get in a rut, whatever, or you feel like this is all you have. So then, you know, um, you start, I guess I'm saying, not acting out, but you start partying, whatever. Partying. You want to you escape. You know, what's your escape? You're watching everybody else party when you're at work and stuff, whatever, you know, so then you want to go, you know, what's your release? And you get off work, whatever, you party, you know, it's 2, 3 o'clock, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, whatever. Or, or on, your, on your off nights. Yeah, on your, on your, your off, off nights. Yeah. yeah, you're back at the bar, whatever. Yes. Right? Because, and you're back at the bar, so you're not really helping yourself at all, no. whatever, by doing that. And then you're also, then you're stuck in the rut, whatever, because you can't get a job somewhere else, you know, whatever, and you need to have this money, whatever, you know. So then sometimes you may have, you know, an owner talk crazy to you. You may have a customer come to you and tell you whatever, oh, you only make... 
fifteen dollars an hour, you suck. And then it's true, and that's just true. You are making fifteen dollars an hour, and now you're now you're in your feelings. You're hurt, like damn, got me. But you don't want to you don't want to say that then whatever. So then you get mad, whatever you know, like oh fuck you, whatever you know. And then they, now you now you now you made it personal. You made it stuff yes. personal with you know with the customer and stuff. And then the next show you might be in a fight with somebody, whatever you know. And it's all because they hit your pride. But you yes. know it's right, whatever. And you you know you're just stuck in that. You're stuck. You can't do anything better. So, um. That weighs on that. It weighed on me for a while. It weighed on me, you know, for a while. You know, when I was doing that, um, younger when I was younger, you know, and stuff. I wanted to do other things, whatever. But I was, I had my felonies. I got to prison, whatever, you know. Yeah. So I couldn't do much. You know, I couldn't do anything. That's all I could do, whatever, you know. And I built that reputation. So I decided to say, you know what? I'm just gonna immerse myself into this, you know, in, in, into security and stuff. And it worked out, so to speak. But it also left me with a lot of baggage, you know. Um, a lot of baggage, a lot of unresolved feelings, you know, from that. Um, I will speak on one that really shook me up, whatever, and we both know our friend Ross. Yeah, rest in peace, Ross. Ross. Yeah, rest in peace, Ross, whatever. That truly shook me to my core, whatever, you know, about that stuff, whatever. And that was, um, I think we were talking, you and I were talking yes. about that the other day, whatever. I think that was the first introduction to suicide in the industry whatever you know yes that was people people, people weren't they weren't doing that they, they, people weren't doing that whatever people were suffering in silence but they weren't doing that whatever you know in and he wrong. was the yeah he was the last guy i yeah. thought would do that yeah definitely know? i mean i was i mean that was without getting too much into it, whatever you know um it was tough you know it was tough whatever i mean i had first-hand knowledge of it whatever you know uh, first-hand knowledge of that situation mm-hmm. whatever and it was really tough and i have not even dealt with that Whatever, yeah. you know, I can't even listen to a certain song they played at his funeral. Whatever, now the Eminem song, whatever, uh, forgot what it was, the Eminem song with, um, uh, they played it with Paul Walker. Is it Paul Walker? The guy, whatever, that died? The, the, the racing guy that died? Yeah, Paul Walker and Fast and Furious. Yeah, whatever the song they played in that song, whatever they played. They played oh, oh, wow. Yeah, they played, I can't remember the song, whatever, I can't think right now, whatever, I'm sorry to bring it up, whatever, I can't, you guys will figure it out. Yeah. You can Google it, whatever, but yeah, that song, whatever, so I, I can't even hear that song, whatever, because it makes you think, you know, about... You know, that situation and stuff, whatever, and just seeing him and, you know, it's all those things wrapped up, you know, yeah. in the industry and stuff, whatever. So that was kind of like the starting thing for, it 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 sounds horrible, but it actually did start a lot of, you know, people, you well, know, we following. The yeah, industry yeah, going down that yeah, trail. Yeah, they started, they started following that. I mean, a lot of people started, I mean, if you look at that time, whatever, a lot of people started going down that road, whatever, you know, and, and, and you know, we started having these talks, you know. I remember having a talk, whatever, at Poorhouse, you know, whatever, with the staff, whatever, after one of their staff members, you know, whatever, you know, had um, uh, hurt himself, committed suicide, and I say hurt himself, committed suicide, whatever, you know, and we had a talk, and I talked to, you know, the owners and stuff, whatever, I said, hey, maybe we need to start talking about this, you know, maybe we need to sit down and we need to have a conversation, whatever, you know, and try to nip this stuff in the bud, whatever, see if we can help some people, so we did that, mm-hmm. we did that, we all sat down, whatever, we talked, you know, about, you know, things, you know, um, I don't know if it up, I know we were supposed to continue on, whatever, but for some reason it didn't, yeah. it didn't continue on. Whatever you know, but you know, and I hope it helps some people that yeah. day. But um, there's there's no outlet. There is no, um, so to speak, service industry counselors. It's not <laughs> there. There is no. There is no one says, "Hey, you know what? I know what you've been through. I've experienced it. Whatever. Let me see. Let me say some things that's you know to help you out with it. Whatever you know. Hey, I went through that. Whatever. Let me talk to you about it. There is nothing like that. You have to rely on your friends. You have to rely on your friends. You have to rely on whatever outlets you can create, whatever you can find and stuff, whatever. So that's why I'm on here, whatever, you know, not just to tell my story about what I've been through, whatever, you know, and, and give you guys insight that it's maybe if someone can learn whatever from, from my situation, if um, 
maybe see something that, that something I went through, whatever you know, and see that I'm still here, whatever you know, dealing with um, dealing with it. Yes. Whatever you know, and that I'm trying to help. This is just just to help. You know. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that was Cortland's um, phone going <laughs> off. You know. Yeah. yeah. My bad. My bad. Yeah, just. My bad. He won't. He, he won't shut it on silent. But I know he was on a podcast with Dave Chappelle. He would have had it my off. Bad, you know. My bad. My bad. My bad. I apologize. No, 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 no. Just to piggyback what you on, like I said, because yeah, we lost a lot of people in the service industry that we both know. You know, mm-hmm. from from suicide. You know, because they didn't have that outlet, or they had the outlet, but it was a negative one, like alcohol and drugs mm-hmm. and yep. fentanyl now. I yeah, lost that, I lost so many friends from fentanyl. Dude, that, that, shit, that shit is scary. That, that yeah. shit's scary, scary as hell. Whatever, you have no idea whatever, you know, what you're... I mean, you really have no idea anyway. You no. Know, you know, what, what you're doing up here anyway. You're always playing Russian roulette no matter what you're taking, whatever, you know, because unless, unless you made it, whatever, yes. you know, you're, you're playing Russian roulette, whatever, you know, with that. So, um, yeah, there isn't... There isn't... Um, a service industry counselor out there. There is anyone out there like that, but there are programs out there. Um, and I would say again, Christy Durbin, whatever she's with Serenity Circle, they're out of um, Isani County up north, um, but they do um, they do Zoom calls, they do calls, you know, phone calls that are you know, so you don't have to go in, you don't have to drive to Isani. Uh, uh, so you could reach out to her if you want. Uh, let me give you. Yeah, Serenity Circle. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna go ahead. Yeah, or like I said, you want to reach out to um, the person who Crowley recommended, or like I said, we know there's programs out there for you guys to talk to. It's not good to hold your emotions in. Yeah, you know, it's not good at all. It's not. It's not good at all. I mean, it's, a, it's it's all bad. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's all eventually. It's gonna. It's gonna come out. And it's gonna be all bad. Yeah, and you're not crazy if you go see a therapist to talk about your problems or. Reach out to a friend or family member, you know, because you, you need. I, I literally, and to be honest, I literally was on my way to the gym today, and one of my good friends called me. I've known this man twenty some twenty some years, whatever you know, and he called me and he's like, "Hey, he's like, what are you doing? I'm about to go to the gym, whatever. And I got to go do this podcast, you know, with, with Freddie." He's like, "Yeah, see, you know, Freddie's like, yeah, I know Freddie, whatever you know, he's got a podcast." Like, yeah. He said, "What you guys talking about?" I said, "Mental illness, you know, whatever." And so we're gonna talk about that. Where he's like, "What you talking about mental illness for?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" He said, "You know that first hand knowledge." I'm like, "Yes, I do." He's like, man, I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> he said, he didn't even know. He had no idea, whatever, you know, that, um, you know, I'd even suffered through that, whatever, you know. I mean, yeah. and it wasn't like I was, I was hiding it from him or that group of friends, whatever, you know. It just never came up. And this, it, yeah, because we, we don't talk yeah, about it. It, it, just, it just never came up, whatever, you know. They knew that I was in counseling, whatever, for certain situations and stuff, but they didn't know that, you know, the, to the extent of what it is, whatever, because you know, it just never came up. You know, we just never talked about it. And we've experienced, you know, a lot. In that in that group, whatever, but we still never talked about it. I mean, death of friend, kids and stuff, yes. whatever, you know, and we just never talked about it. So, you know, for him to ask me that, whatever, was like, man, I think I might need to. I'm on the right path by talking about this, yes. you know. And please, you guys know it's going to get better. It's my first time on here, whatever. So, yeah, he was, I'm, he was I'm nervous. bouncing around, not, yes. and I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous, so please bear with me. Um, this is new to me, you know, talking to this many people. I know there's hundreds of thousands of you guys out there. <laughs> so, shout out to the Freddie fans, yeah, you know. <laughs> So yeah, so so please uh, understand it get better. But I I um I know that I'm on the right path. You know, is this helping me out as much as I hope it helps someone else out? So um, I don't have the all the answers. I do have you know my situation and what I've been through and what things I'm doing, whatever to better myself. Um, so I can offer that. Um, if you guys want to talk to me directly, you know, get a hold of me. You know, on Facebook. 
message me through Facebook, whatever you know, Cortland Steele, yeah. um, Shine Time, whatever you want to call me. Um, but I just don't. I think it's on the right path. Yeah, I think you're on the right path too, and and especially as men, we need to have more conversations like this because it does hit men differently. Because, like I said, we were supposed we're supposed to be hard. We're not supposed mm-hmm. to hold emotions. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to show emotions. Sorry about that. <laughs> but this is conversation we need to have as men it's, as, it's and real, black men it's, it's in general. Shit. It's real shit. I mean, it's it's real shit out there. Whatever you know. So you're not. It isn't okay. Let me say this. And again, I bounced around. There was a shooting today. Yes. In uptown. And brought up in fucking daylight. Brought up in fucking daylight. Make people just eating their food. And somebody decided to shoot at the place. If that is not mental illness, if, what the fuck is wrong with you that you want to go shoot the air that mad, that upset, whatever, that you can't wait to bring? You, you can't wait till they come out? You got to shoot. We can't, you can't wait till they come out? If you're going to do that, whatever, I'm not saying, I'm not condoning shit. I'm not condoning anything, but I'm saying you can't wait. Why would you put other people's lives in jeopardy, whatever, you know, just because you want to get at somebody else? Whatever. It's the middle of the fucking day. Like, what's wrong with you? And they're eating breakfast. Yeah, they're, they're eating Yeah, it's like, fuck, yeah, I'm, you know, we're not going to say name of the place, but, you know, yeah. whatever. It, ha- it happened, whatever. But people are eating. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you banging, like, what did what, Kevin Hart say? Yeah, no, it was Cat Williams. You can't bang it on bacon? Banging on bacon? Oh, that was Cat Williams. It was Cat Williams. You can't bang it on bacon. So, you got to be, and I'm just assuming that the person is suffering from something. They got to be suffering from something. Your mind, you got to be in the right frame of mind, whatever, to shoot up a place like that. You know, and we all know this is happening a lot more, you know, a lot more. And you're getting younger and younger. Yes. You know, whatever, and, and these kids out here, whatever, these black males, whatever. And I'm not saying it's all black males, but the majority of them, whatever, are black males, you know, whatever, or Somalian, whatever, you know, black, so-called yes. black shoes as well. Whatever, you know, niggas just like everybody else. <laughs> so, yep. but. They just um, know how to swim. Yeah, they, they, they know how to swim. <laughs> I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, that was horrible. Yeah. So, but anyway, um. Yeah, it's 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 going on. It's it's getting worse. It's getting worse out there. Whatever you know. So, um, I think that we need to come together and address this issue. Whatever you know, as best we can. I'm not saying that people haven't done it. Whatever you know, or not doing it. Currently doing it. You know, but I'm only speaking right now myself because I know there's people that I personally know. Whatever that are going through it. Whatever you know and. Again, if I can get on here and talk about this, whatever you know, open up and share some things that some things that people didn't know, yeah. you know about me, whatever, then maybe it might make it easier for another person, you know, whatever you know, to not just so to speak get on here, but maybe just go find a counselor, maybe just reach out, whatever you know, and talk to someone, maybe inquire about it, you know, on the intranet as I like to call it, you know, intranet, get on, get on the intranet and find somebody. So, um, yeah, that's, that's that's why I'm here, and I look forward to to talking about this more and getting smoother. On his yeah. mic, yeah, he's yeah, he, you're doing good, man. I just want to commend you for coming on, sharing your story because I know it's not easy, and you were nervous, you know, your first one, you know, first time on the podcast. But I just want to commend you for sharing your story and put it out there because it's not it's not easy, you know. And we just want to definitely get out the state the fact that you got people if you, you got to find somebody to talk to, like you can message me on Facebook, yeah. you know, like don't, don't hold it in. I'm up, trust me, I'm up. Even though I'm not in the bar, <laughs> so I'm, in the bar. I'm, I'm in the bar a little bit now, whatever. Um, still again, but. Um, I'm available if you guys want to talk. You know, you can message me. Um, I'm not getting my number out of here. Yeah, don't <laughs> so, give me your number. Hey, I can get my number out of here. But you know how to get a hold of me, whatever you know. Uh, Cortland Steele, just look at me. I shut down my Twitter or whatever it is. Twitter Twitter page. Yeah. What is it? Twitter and what's the other one? 
Twitter, Instagram. India, Instagram. Yeah, all that stuff. I don't even know how to work that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I know, old. <laughs> I, I really don't know even how to work it. I, I know how to work Facebook, though. So you, can, <laughs> you can message me on Facebook, whatever you know, and uh, we can talk, whatever you know, direct message me, whatever. And you know, we can sit down for, you know, coffee, lunch, whatever you want to go to the gym, you know, do whatever. Uh, but definitely reach out, you know. I'd rather you call me at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, whatever. I don't care what time it is, whatever, rather than, you know, than, than the other. Yeah. I'm not saying what the other is, but then the other. You know, give me a call. You know. Yeah, and like I said, you all you guys can always message me on message me on Facebook, shoot me a message, I'll call you, you know, check on you. Like I said, we go to the gym, go for walks. Yeah. You know, yeah, man, go, get some, go get some greens. We can go get some greens. At, at Smack Shack. Smack Shack, <laughs> Smack Shack in Bloomington. Yes. Yeah, them greens is fire. Yeah. They had, <laughs> shout, shout, out, shout out to the crew over there making them greens. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Fat Pat and Big Shirley in the kitchen over there. <laughs> yeah. With the Oprah's flapping. With the Oprah's flapping. <laughs> <laughs> the Oprah's flapping. But them greens is fire, though. Yes. So, yeah, we got to go back to Smack Shack yeah, again, we man. We can, go, we, can, we can talk over some greens. Yes. You guys want. Any, anything. Anything. Go eat some baseballs. I don't care what it is, man. We can do something, whatever. I'd rather do that, whatever, than, you know, to be... Seeing, looking up, pulling up Facebook, whatever, and seeing somebody else pass because, you know, they didn't talk. Yeah. You know, or something like that. And it seems like that's happening a lot more, you know, opening up Facebook. Every morning I'm opening up whatever, you know, and someone every morning, every two, three days, whatever, I'm opening up and seeing, all this person passed, this person passed, rest in peace, this, whatever, you know. It's like, holy fucking shit. Like, yeah, yeah, and these these kids are young. Yeah, they're young, they're young, whatever, you know. It's it's kids. It's like kids. Yeah. Like, you know. 17, 18 years old, whatever, you know, they're kids and stuff, having had their whole life in front of them, whatever, you know, no. and they, this culture, you know, whatever it is, is just these videos, <laughs> these rap, yeah. damn these rap videos, damn this rap life where you think it's cool to, you know, do Bali and, yeah, and, fat, no, no. and listen, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get on here and act like, you know, I'm a goody two shoes no. and shit, whatever, you know, or if you know me, you know what it is, yeah. whatever, you know, so, um, but I'm saying, Everything in moderation. <laughs> yeah, everything in moderation. In my, or, you know, put things in moderation, whatever. So, you know, again, I'm not going to act like, you know, I'm not, I'm above everything, whatever you know. So, but I am going to say everything in moderation, you know, whatever you know, is, is if you're going to do it in moderation. The key would just be safe out there. And yeah. like I said, the world's getting crazy now. And yeah. springtime, summertime's coming. Yes. It's only going to get, you know, crazier as you see, it's already right now, whatever. We had a couple warm days now, whatever, yeah. and then see what's happening. Think about when it's warm, whatever, you know, for like two, three months at a time, whatever, you know, it's going to be wild out there, whatever. So you guys got to be safe, you know, whatever, and, and put yourself first, you know, put yourself first, which is something I struggle with doing, by the way, to say that, putting myself first. <laughs> I tend to put everybody in front of me, and I think that's a direct result of, of doing security. When yes. you're kind of trained to do that, you know, put everyone in front of you, and you'll know who they are. You're trained to step in front of things or, you know, take that hit from someone else, whether it be mental, or, I'm sorry, whether it be verbally or physically, yeah. you know, trained to do that, whatever, you know, and then I'm really dealing with that now, mm-hmm. and the repercussions of that now, whatever, you know, learning how to love myself, learning how to be, you know, about me, you know, whatever, yeah. like putting, going to the gym and for me, whatever, you know, or you know, just do it, just do it for me, yeah. whatever, you know, so that it's a struggle, so, but. I'm working through it. I'm, I, I wake up every day. I'm, as long as I got breath in my body, whatever, I'm going to keep fighting. Well, after this interview, you should go home, take a hot bath, <laughs> have some have some strawberries, <laughs> listen to some R. Kelly, I Believe I Can Fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know R. Kelly. Right? <laughs> you know, he's definitely from Chicago, talking about yeah. R. Kelly shit. Uh, right, uh, right, you man. know he's killing the prison. You know you know he's killing the prison talent show right now, though. <laughs> But it's always good to laugh, you know. Yeah, and definitely. <laughs> laughter is laughter is definitely help. Yes. Laughter is help for me. Whatever you know, um, laughing about things. You know, I, I, sometimes I find myself when I'm in the throes of 
you know, going through something, whatever, you know, I find myself once it gets, I, I laugh, sometimes I laugh. I used to do that, you know, fun fact about me, whenever I used to get in trouble <laughs> back in the day, whatever, you know, I'd be in the cop car and I'd be laughing. I thought it was funny. That's, that's crazy. Whatever, you know, that, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm in yeah. the back of a squad car, I know I'm going to jail, I know I just fucked somebody up or done some stupid shit, whatever, you know, and I'm in the back of a squad car laughing. Whatever, you know, which is weird to me. Whatever, you know, now I find myself right now, whatever, you know, like, I'm going through stuff, whatever, you know, sometimes, you know, after, after crying and, you know, being stressed out and stuff, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, I just find myself, sometimes I just laugh. Whatever, you know, just laugh and, you know, just try to laugh it out. Doesn't mean I don't start crying again, but I'm saying, you know, laugh, I'll be laughing about stuff, whatever, so, but yeah. That's it. Yeah, but I just want to say thank you again for coming on, um, sharing your story. Hopefully, this when people hear this, they go reach out. This your story. I feel will help a lot of people out there. Thank just for you. listening, and thank like you. and like I said, I commend you again. Thank you. You did great on your first podcast <laughs> interview. You know, I know it's not Joe <laughs> Button's podcast. You know, again, please forgive me for being a little scatterbrained and stuff. <laughs> whatever you know, this is just on the fly. Whatever, you know, I didn't have anything written down. I figured I wanted to come to you guys and be genuine, authentic, whatever, and not have things written down. And I think I covered everything. So I appreciate you guys' time. appreciate you guys listening. Again, if you guys need to get a hold of me, you know how to get a hold of me on Facebook, whatever. Message me. For those of you that have my number, definitely give me a call. I know I changed it again. Yeah. <laughs> I know I changed it again. It's back number like five and stuff, whatever, you know, but you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> so, right. Well, I just want to say thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of Freddy's World, you know, and just want to give a big shout out to my guy Cortland over here, you know, for putting his story Shine out time. there. Shine time, you know, and just want to let you guys know just life is too short, man. Don't forget to say I love you to your parents. Put all that drama and bullshit because we're not we're not guaranteed tomorrow. No, we definitely not. So I'm just going to end it at that. I want to give a shameless plug. I am having a uh, 21st birthday party at Wild Boar and Hopkins this Sunday starting at 5 o'clock. Come on through. Have a couple shots with your boy. How long the party going until? Uh, 5 o'clock. Starts at 5 until whenever. Um, playing beer pong, pool, darts, everything there. Uh, $3 drink specials. Or $3 drinks for anyone that's with my party. Whatever. You get a wristband. That means great food specials everything. So come hang out. Come kick it. Whatever. Wild Boar and Hopkins. Wild Boar and Hopkins. They go have some wings. Always and the wings are fire too. Okay, all right. Wings are fire, and they got ribs too. They got Jamaican jerk ribs. Jamaican jerk ribs. Come on, that's fire. Oh no! <laughs> and we will end it at that with that shameless plug. plug. Cortland's birthday party, twenty one. Twenty first. Twenty first. Twenty first. Yeah, we going. We going at the party at Deja Vu. You know. <laughs> you know it. You know Vanilla's working. And I won't throw change in the stage this time. I promise. <laughs> you know Vanilla's working. Vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys have a good night. All right, <laughs> safe out there.